Hey guys, welcome back to the Weekend Review. Coming off of our spring break, entering into our last quarter. We have seven short weeks or so before Memorial Day, before our long summer break. And so I just want to start off this spring semester by saying thank you guys. Thank you for sticking with this. And I know it takes work. I know it takes effort and time. But I want you to know that God is using you and the gifts that he's given you to help build up his kingdom through the members of your group. And so as we jump into this last quarter, let's finish strong. Let us make sure that we're shepherding well uh, in through the summer. Uh, before we jump in and we talk about how we are going to kick off this spring semester with a talk on marriage and family, a uh, couple announcements uh, that we want to do. First of them is we have, in just a matter of less than two weeks now, uh, we have Easter weekend. Easter is coming really late this year, but we're excited for it. Uh, we have a lot going on that weekend. We have, I believe, six services uh Raked across the entire weekend from Friday through Sunday, starting off with our Good Friday service right here at the Temecula campus. Uh, we hope that you come out. It's going to be a worship experience. Crystal and our worship team has been working really, really hard uh, on making a, a fun and interactive service for, for us all. And so we want you to come out for that. Invite your small group. Come as a small group. It'll be a great time as we reflect upon what Jesus did for us on the cross. And then rolling in through Saturday, our Saturday night service and our two services on Sunday morning here at Temecula campus. And then we also are adding a service out at the wine country. So we have two services to choose from at the seven and the nine 30 out of wine country. All of our Easter services will have live teaching at them this year. Uh, all will be a great time. So whether you are, you want to get it over with on Saturday night or you want to come out really early on Sunday morning to the vines or just, you're going to come at 1045 because that's when you do church. It's all available for you. But we would love that you would uh, for you to take an opportunity not to come alone, but rather that you would invite a friend, a family member, a coworker, or a neighbor to come to church with you, and just be able to worship and be able to come to hear the story of a resurrected King. And so, uh, join us for Easter. The other thing I wanted to chat with you really quickly about as we jump into the spring semester is we have the party with a purpose, and we are just a little over a month away right now. We're getting closer and closer to that day. Uh, Party with a Purpose uh, is going to be May 18th and 19th after the 545 and the 1045 service right here at the Temecula campus. It's going to be a fun time of food, family, fun, friends, live music and entertainment, also an auction and a raffle. Uh, But what we've been talking about the last few weekends, also time for us to, uh, as a church family, set aside some giving. All the giving from that weekend will be set aside and even possibly give above and beyond to help support the mission and seeing God's word be brought here, there, and everywhere. Uh, what I want to talk to you about is, is back in March, so about three, four weeks ago, we talked to you all as leaders to have, hopefully have you guys engage with your group in both uh, preparing things to be donated so we can auction off and also serving at this event. And uh, a lot of you have stepped up and signed up and said what basket you're going to be willing to, to donate. Thank you so much for that. We're still looking for many items to be donated, trips, uh, Big ticket items would be great. Uh, also, things that we can add to other baskets would be amazing too. And we're still looking for some small groups that are willing uh, to step up and have one of their go moments uh, be at this event and serving at this event. Uh, so lots of things going on. Uh, we would love to talk to you about Party With A Purpose. So that being said, I would love to talk to you about Party With A Purpose. So please email me at tim at go to Crosspoint and we can chat about that. We want to make sure that this is a successful event, not for Crosspoint, but for God's kingdom. Uh, with that said, let's jump into the intersect. Um, 
knowing that we just had a two-week small break, so it's not like the, the Christmas break or the winter break where it's weeks and weeks long, but this has just been a couple of weeks. Hopefully, we can jump back in, especially since the subject matter of what we taught on this weekend, uh, I believe, is going to be a great subject no matter who is in your group. Um, that being said, this weekend's topic, uh, because of what where we're at in Scripture, does focus on marriage and family. And so with that focus, I, I think we need to be aware of who is in our group. I know that my group, we have multiple single people, both male and female. And so um, we just need to be aware of that, notify that, and not ignore our single friends in our group, but rather engage them in the conversation. I think that you're going to need to call them out. Uh, we have people in our groups that have been married, and now they are divorced, or they are widowed, or widowers. Um, and... Uh, and so they have insight into marriage. And then there's others that are in our groups that are single and are still longing for, for marriage. And, and so we want their voice into this conversation and also the conversation about kids and whatnot. Uh, knowing that we have uh, lots of single friends in our groups, um, I wrote the questions to, uh, in a way that whether you're single or you're married, you can answer them. And we want our questions to be asked in such a way. So just be, um, I, this is a big caveat to say, be mindful. Be mindful who's in your group, uh, but this should be a good discussion on what love, what respect, what submission looks like, what obedience looks like. And so all those things can kind of play in, whether it's in the marriage relationship or not. Uh, going to the second question on our note sheet, uh, this is kind of a reflect back question. And I think just kind of we've all been molded and shaped by our past. One of the things I like to say, and I say it often, is our past, though, shouldn't be something that prevents us from our future, but rather it should be something that prepares us for it. And so this question uh, I want us to be mindful of as we talk about how our, our parents' relationship or our family life growing up has molded and shaped us. Don't let this conversation get too negative. I mean, there are definitely some negative experiences, unfortunately, but not just the bad things, but how, what were the good things that helped shape you to who you are today? So just be mindful of that as you ask that question. Moving to question number three, you know, what's the first word that comes to mind when you hear this word submit? I spent a lot of time this weekend talking about submission, and, and I do that, and I, I talk about submission a lot, I feel like, because it is just something that is so foreign in our current society. And so really want to press into that, really want to see kind of where your, our, our people are with that, and so what are their experiences with that, and how do they kind of... What does that make them feel? What does that taste? Is, that, is it the cough syrup taste like we talked about? Or is, or is there another taste because they've had positive experiences with it? It's a two-part question. And number three, the second part that we're looking at is, again, uh, maybe some positive results of who has modeled respect well. Um, this is a two-part question in, in itself that's saying who's modeled it well and who's modeled it poorly. Let's make sure we don't just go negative, but we stay in the positive. Um, I can think of multiple examples of who's modeled respect and obedience and love well in my life. I'm sure we all could. Jumping into the passages, I really try to take us on a journey this weekend uh, or this weekend inside of our small groups. Uh, I have four different passages to choose from. They're all looking at this idea of this concept of love and respect, but they're coming at it from a couple different ways. The first passage is John 13. This is quintessential, the greatest commandment, the greatest commandment is to love others, love God and love others. And just like, what does that really look like? And and do we find ourselves pouring into that? I think that a lot of times in my Christian life, I have chosen to chase after a lot of the secondary or tertiary issues instead of looking at the main issue of loving others. 
Second passage there, 1 Corinthians 13. This is the quintessential love passage. This is the passage that every single one of us has heard, probably heard it multiple times, usually at weddings. <laughs> and But in there is what does love look like? Love is patient, love is kind. You know, that list of what love is, I think is a good list. This might be something we do in split groups, but, you know, have your men, you know, guys, if you're in split group, have them write down that list of what love is and then have them highlight the two things they think they're participating or doing well in, and then the two things they think they need the most growth in. That could be a great exercise for you, for you ladies as well, but I think the men in particular need to work on that. The next passage um, is in First Peter, and I think I made an error there. I don't want us to start in verse 14, because that's kind of halfway through the paragraph, but rather verse 13, and jump in there is a great passage that deals with how to live with respect. It's talking about respecting uh, people in authority, but this also can play right into the marriage relationship and to uh, and beyond. The last passage you might be thinking is an awkward one for this section, but I, I feel like it's a necessary one. It is the, the passage where faith with action. And, and so it's James 2. And uh, where I want us to see this is, is well, for us in marriage relationships in particular, uh, we can't say we believe something and then not let the evidence of that belief live out in our lives. And so if we really believe all that we do, then that faith should pr- pr- prove action in our lives. And that action should be seen first and foremost in our families. So how is the love of God changing how we love our family? And and let that kind of be some good follow-up questions maybe you could do there. And then lastly, I, I left this really broad because I did not want to get too specific on the marriage relationship. And that's question number five or application question. So I, I left it according to what we said this weekend is that we don't submit to our spouse, but we rather we submit to our savior. And so the source of our love, our submission and our obedience is Christ. So what I want us to do is what are one or two areas that we can grow in our love, submission, and obedience to Christ this week. That being said, one of the greatest ways that we can grow in our love, obedience, and submission to Christ is growing our love and obedience and submission to our spouses. And so um, for our married brothers and sisters in our groups, I think it's perfectly okay to talk about how we can grow in those avenues towards our in our marriages and towards our spouses. But for our single friends, let us not forget that ultimately it's to Christ. So how do those things work out? Playoff of James 2 should work well. Uh, I hope this is a great week. I hope there's some robust conversations. Um, I know I gave a ton of information this week. You know, if I had to do it over again, I'd probably do two to three sermons uh, on the subject matter because there's so much to be said. But good news is as we travel as a church family, we will hit on these passages again, and this won't be the only time we preach on these things. Uh, thank you guys so much for serving. Thank you guys for being willing to jump in. Party with the purpose coming up. We would love to see you guys come and help us out. We need help. And so help us on the day of, on either the 18th or 19th, help us getting donation items that we can make the biggest impact for the kingdom of God we can. Uh, love you guys. So, so grateful to serve alongside of you. Hope you have a great day.